0: uh now it is cool
1: yeah right. always tell me if you can hear me breathing
0: <laughs> okay i'll give you a heads
1: up because i want to go
0: <coughs> that's a good thing about recording the room is hopefully it won't because yeah. whenever i have a mic you, i hear myself breathing i hear yeah. someone else's
1: darth vader effect yeah well i'll be filming videos and, I'll just, and then i turn it back on and you just hear
0: <sighs> another big one what is the, the lip form? smacking when you get, get up on the mic the... Uh, you uh,
1: have yeah, to watch our language thinking.
0: nah you okay. can say whatever you want that's fine <laughs> okay. hmm. i'll start it uh welcome back to Quartercast. i'm here with heavy wire thanks for doing this guys good to see y'all how's yeah. everything going yeah
2: Good. good, good. Thanks for having us. Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. And um, I guess before anything, let's shout out this really cool music school where we're where oh, we're on. having this, yeah. right?
1: Here at Columbia Rock School. Everybody Columbia, check Maryland. that out. Yeah, this is where Heavy Wire
0: practices. Perfect. Um, so I guess if uh, is there like an age limit to the students here? Or nope, nope. Okay, All so right. anybody There's can sign up. Infancy
1: to. <laughs> to death as old as they Pretty get such. awesome yeah, so they falling apart
0: yeah so get some babies their piano lessons everybody let's do it i think my youngest
1: is seven and my oldest is like 75
0: oh what? that's so cool yeah
1: 75 yeah she plays she's playing bass she's awesome that's fantastic she's a sweetheart she's horrible at bass but she's <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> wonderful person <laughs> she's one of my favorite students Worst playing students, but most fun to be with. Is she
0: going to hear this? I might have to... Definitely, <laughs> definitely,
1: definitely not. She's got a cell phone.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and the, what does a seven-year-old play? Uh,
1: I have one that plays guitar, and his his brother plays bass. Nice. I got the brothers. And one's, one's nine, one's seven.
0: Very yeah. cool, very cool. Yeah. Uh, so Columbia Rock School, let's check that out, everybody. And um, so moving on to the band then... Um, uh, so you guys have a new EP out this year, but first, um, let's get some background. How did you guys get together? Like, I, th- I think I noticed it was a lineup change between last album and this one, right? Or...
3: Yeah, um, um... Mike and I, we've been playing a lot longer than, uh, Heavywire together.
2: Yeah, we, we started playing together, um, in new media. Mm-hmm. Years oh ago. shoot!
0: I forgot to do this because everyone's gonna get confused. Can, oh, like can you, you too. Yeah, can you go around and say who you are and what you play? My bad. Sure. I apologize. So, uh, Micah,
2: I'm Mike. I sing and I play guitar. I'm Ben.
4: I'm the drummer. I'm Rick, and I play guitar. I'm John, I play bass and do
2: background vocals.
0: Okay, sorry, now that everybody can kind of follow along, you, you were saying?
2: Um, yeah, so me and Ben started playing together in a band called New Media back in, what was that, like 2010? Yeah, probably 2010-ish. Something like that. Um, and we met through just playing around Baltimore. Um, I was in a band called uh, Fourth Element, and he was in a band called Blind Rhetoric, and we played a bunch of shows back in the day, in the early 2000s. So we've been friends since, yeah. Two thousand five,
0: six, something like that. Yep, yep. So. Was fourth element like a fifth element reference or something totally no, different? No, <laughs> it.
5: Uh, but everybody that? asked yeah. that. Yeah. every <laughs> single
0: time. The
2: element. I don't even do my. It was my cousin it it came up order? with the name of the band in the basement. We we're like, that sounds cool. Because there's no, elements, right? no meaning at all.
4: Fire,
1: water. Yeah, I think earth is the last one, and the fifth
2: is love. <laughs> oh, heart.
1: Yeah, heart, yeah, heart. 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 That. That kid on Captain Planet was the lamest one.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. I felt bad was for him every time episode. He was like, heart, heart. Like, that's not no an dude. With that there
2: was too. one episode where he, like, big time saved the day, though. Where, like, mm-hmm. everyone else couldn't do yeah, the thing, and, and he was like, on I have the thing. That
1: season. <laughs> you gotta make one episode with the heart kid.
2: That yeah. He yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> everybody's asking why he's around. Why is <laughs> this guy even here? He's loser. This episode.
3: So yeah, me and Mike were playing, playing a, a lot together, and then both of those bands kind of fizzled out, and then we were like, hey, we should get together. I think I saw Adam Priest at a show. Adam uh, Priest was a singer of Fourth Element. I think I ran into him at a show, and was like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, hey, not much. What are you doing? Uh, not much. It's like, want to get together and jam? So, yeah, that was the start of New Media with Adam, Mike, and I. Uh, and Adam was Heavy Wire's original bass player mm-hmm. as well. So that's kind of the, that was the start of uh, Heavy Wire, I guess, right yeah. after New Media. Yep. And we played in a band briefly that's in between true. all that. We did. We, we played need a to get into that, cool. though. Yeah
0: a <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> band that will not be named. <laughs>
2: Good times though, but yeah, and uh, then there was a law there. I wrote like a, a solo EP, and I think that kind of and Ben played drums on that, and that kind of snowballed into what Heavy Wire became. Yep, really, yep, yep. you know.
0: Okay, so it's kind of an outgrowth of your solo stuff. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I, I didn't really, I didn't have any plans necessarily to start a band I just wanted to put something out but
3: um, but I was like you're not doing any of this without me because I love (laughs) playing with you Michael that's true oh Um, (laughs) and uh, yeah I don't know here we are here we are talking to you cool cool almost famous
0: (laughs) we'll try so how did you guys get involved then when did you Um, I've known
4: I've known Ben for a little bit now Uh, I had a little solo project called NASA Wives that he was recommended to me. I wanted to play it out live and he was recommended to me by a mutual friend. Like, damn, Ben would be great for this. So I hit him up, crushed it, and uh, I think we did two shows. We did at least two shows. I think two, did. two, two three shows, something like that, like in a year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was very, just whenever you could really, really could. Um, and then they reached out to, Ben reached out to me Kind of like spring of last year, but I don't know the genesis of how that came to be
3: um, with Adam. How was, what was the
2: genesis of how that
3: came uh, to be? Well,
2: Adam just, he started singing in another band, and that's, you know, he, he's a singer first. He plays keyboards, too, really good at both of those things. Um, not that he's, he's a good bass player, too, but he was, while he was into that, I think he was doing it, To help me out more than anything, you know, and just being a good friend. So So he was just more
0: interested in pursuing.
2: Right. So once he got back into like being the, you know, the singer um, and being more involved in like the songwriting process in a different band, he was like, you know, I need to give all my my time, free time that I have to that instead of, you know, just playing bass, being in the background in this. So totally cool. And that's, you know, we were just like, he was going to fill it. We brought up John. We're like, all right. Mm. Easy.
3: Yeah, and, easy, uh, and he can sing his ass off, too. Yeah, that, that's... Bonus. That is bonus.
0: Gotta <laughs> <laughs> love some uh, background vocals, for sure. Uh, and uh, do you? So how'd you end up in the band? What, what well, was that connection?
1: I play bass in a band with Ben. He plays drums in. So called, incestuous. Called, <laughs> called Honey Tomb and uh, I was we're all mutual friends, and Ben was showing off the uh, Heavy Wire demos, and the, actually the, the rough mixes from Justin Day. And I remember hearing the songs, and I texted Mike saying, I freaking love these songs, and the worst part about your band is I'm not in it. (laughs) (laughs) And we were at, I think it was like a 4th of July cookout, because that first show was like the 23rd of July, right? Yeah, something like that. So, 4th of July of 2016, and we're at our place, I still lived with you at the time, and Mm -hmm. we're upstairs just chilling, Mm -hmm. and you... Ben, Adam, and uh, uh, Mike were talking about the show coming up, and they were like, well, well someone's got to play the second guitar parts. I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. And Mike's like, I guess Rick can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that night, I learned the EP, like, all the way through. Oh, wow. And then uh, came to practice and jammed out, worked out everything. And I think um, it was, a, either it was a couple days after the show, where you guys, we had like a, you had a photo shoot planned, and I was like, hey, am I coming to that? Mike's like, yeah, sure. I guess you're in. I'm like, nice. That worked.
0: <laughs> that's when you so know you're in the band. That's when you're in the
1: photo. If you ever hear a band that you want to join, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's you true just, you just slide on <laughs> in. It's, it's yep. true, man. You just yeah. Slide on in. <laughs>
0: <Do> you <laughs> so you guys were roommates <laughs> at one point. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, sorry. We're no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, come I didn't on. Know
3: that. that? Yeah, Rick and I lived in the same house. Uh, in this duplex, top floor, bottom floor type deal out in Catonsville. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like that's uh, affected your musical bond at all? <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. A little bit.
3: Spent a lot of time together. We definitely hang yeah. out a lot more. Yeah. You know? So sure. that
1: probably has. When we were in two bands together and living in the same house, we definitely would hang out a lot yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's take a listen to a song. Uh, let's take a listen to Future Toys from the EP that came out earlier this year Future Toys. That song is really awesome uh, Thank thanks you. for letting me play that can you so how did that come about um, one of the things I like about it I guess we'll start lyrically uh, so it kind of has those crazy sci-fi cool lyrics what uh, where did that all come from uh
2: well the, the music started I just I had that riff bouncing around that came first that came first mm-hmm. it almost always does sometimes I'll have like a concept for lyrics but no lyrics um, and in that case, I think I did have the concept for the lyrics too, but I hadn't written them. I wrote them.
1: Well, tell after tell the kids at home what the song is about, <laughs> Mike.
2: Oh, well, it's about fucking yeah. robots. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell, yeah, it is about that. It's about once we get to the point where that's like actually a real accessible thing that your everyday person will be able to partake in if they can afford it or or want to. It's about like. You know, a person, a guy who's like, well, I'm done dealing with the stresses of a relationship with an actual human being, so I'm just gonna. Just gonna have a robot, and that's gonna be my. I'm gonna have a robot. I'm gonna have a robot
0: <laughs> in every sense.
2: Yeah. Well, exactly. what's crazy
0: is like you know that's a thing. It's just oh, not a thing. totally acceptable Yeah. or absolutely accessible, a thing. I should say.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna
5: is it happen.
0: acceptable? I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> shouldn't be acceptable. <laughs> acceptable is not the right word. I think uh-huh. accessible I mean, is a little. It's common. Yeah. It's definitely common. And um, so w- were you like um. Seen news stories about that kind of thing or whatever? Is that uh, where that came
2: from? Or just yeah. like, oh, I'd seen Ex Machina. And, uh, oh, that movie is so good. <laughs> so good. I almost called the song Sex Machina. That was my... Wait,
5: that's a good... That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. not bad. Oh, that could have right. been the temp title. Yeah.
4: The
2: what? But, uh, temp
4: title. Temp- is that short for temporary? Yes.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that I think I probably heard... Uh, Joe Rogan talks about that all yeah. the time. Uh, on yeah. his podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah
0: that too <laughs> started from that yeah and um so was there getting to the riff and the music of it was there um like what what was what seeds were in your mind when you came up with that sound do you even remember couldn't you No,
2: uh i think with that one i kind of had an idea for a feel of what I wanted to do, which is usually the case. I'll start with that. Sometimes it veers off and ends up someplace completely different. But that one, I think I like had an idea for a feel and was able to get a riff that kind of matched that feel and just built from there. The whole song's basically, it's like this, just different variations of the same riff for the most part. The chorus of that song, that came from, which is just a, a rhythmic hitting, hitting E essentially, is actually from the temple level of uh, <laughs> Double Dragon Two. <laughs> <laughs> bum, oh
0: my god, that's bum, awesome! Ba-dum. Really?
2: Yeah, that's where that came from. I, was like, awesome. I like that. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. gonna <laughs> put that in a song. Yeah, um, hey, yeah.
0: so that's, that's, that's the best way to get ideas. <laughs> Just like you know, you hear something.
2: You and now that's
1: we awesome. find Mike's secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, video games, NES, video games, eight-bit yeah. video game music.
0: You nice. could do an 8-bit version of it, become like one of those 8-bit yeah. bands. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going
1: to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there a no. that do that? There <laughs> that do that? 8-bit bands, is that a thing? That's a oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Of course there is.
0: Yeah, they get on their little synthesizers and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so um, the songwriting process, do you guys kind of write your own parts? Or Mike, are you kind of like, uh, I guess, the maestro, like telling people what you yeah. want? Or?
2: Yeah, generally speaking, it's it's... I'll write, I'll sit down and write a demo. I just use GarageBand because it's super easy and quick. Just, you know, boot up the program and go. But yeah, I'll, I'll write out, you know, a whole version of a song and put it up in a Dropbox and then everybody listens to it and we, it usually stays within the realm of, of, of what I have and just we do little, little changes here and there, whatever everybody's feeling, but...
3: Yeah, it's super easy because Mike, like, he'll program the drums and do the bass and have all the harmonies and fucking tambourine hits and shit in there. It's It's a full full fucking. To the
1: untrained ear, you wouldn't know. It's it's not not just
3: him singing with the guitar. Yeah. You know, he's got definitely got the idea of what he wants it to feel like and and vibe like, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, bring it into the practice room and and chop or or (laughs) cut parts like i usually like to do i like to i like to edit mike down a little bit
0: (laughs) okay so there is an editing process yeah yeah. Yeah.
3: and we all put our own little stink on the parts you know change it up a little bit to how we would we would play you know so we're not just miming the uh the there's
4: some that are just like
3: okay
4: that's almost that's much a lot of done. times, it's
3: like 95% yeah. there. Some, don't need to some do are anything. closer than others. That's
1: the way you should do it. You, should, you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. you got to have one captain, you know. Mm-hmm. If, you're not going to get anything done. And, and you can tell when a band has seven writers, the song sounds like it. The song doesn't have an identity. It's this amorphous collection yeah, of nah, random really ideas. I've Everyone been wants to their like yeah. ingredient in the, you know, the It yeah. never has an identity in, in itself. That's why I like when you have you give us a great idea and we just make it sound good yeah
0: you know? yeah i think to do it the other way you really need to have like a singular vision for the band mm-hmm. so it seems there needs to be one person driving the vision or like the whole band on board
4: it takes a lot longer to write a song
0: yeah, yeah. it's oh, yeah. very
4: aggravating <laughs> especially like if you're you know there all the all the opinions are there it's going to slow down the process because mm-hmm. every idea that you have is the most important idea to everybody you just gotta yeah. pick and choose. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Nice. This it's, is the first band that I've been in. I think that kind of the full demos are done. Like all the songs are basically done, and then they're just brought to it. Right. It's big. It's made songwriting super fun. I didn't think it would be, but it still makes it super fun.
3: Because yeah. you just
4: get like a great groundwork.
3: Yep, and it's super efficient too. Mm-hmm. It makes
4: yeah. it easier
2: as far as writing, like, like from start with. With other people, I find it's best to just have like maybe one other person that you're working with. Mm-hmm. You know, like me, me and you have written songs that way, Ben. Totally, like sitting yeah. down just the two of us. Yep, yeah. that works. But yeah, when you have you know your whole band in there, it can be real yeah.
1: difficult. Yeah, i full <laughs> volume ready to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. sit there and wait 20 minutes while i try to figure out what i'm gonna do yeah right. let me think of something oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create something real quick yeah. yeah that works that works for
3: some bands but it does. this band it's, it's, it works best the yeah. way we've been doing it i think
0: yeah it sounds like you guys have an efficient way of doing things for sure yeah
3: if we want if we all want to get creative like me and Rick and John we've got all our, our other side projects side mm-hmm. bands too mm-hmm. like i want to
0: so you're all involved right. with other projects as well? Yeah, yeah. well we okay. were, yeah,
3: we were saying me and Rick are in Honey Tomb uh, together, and John is has his NASA wives. They mm-hmm. set what is it? What would you call it? Semi-solo project?
4: I mean, it, it is, it's a solo project. Solo project, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll have... I can't play drums very good, so you'd be on it, but... Yeah, yeah. But, you know, idea's all from here.
0: And are, are they all kind of similar bands in the sense of, like... You know, you're, you're not going off and doing, like, synth rock or something. It's rock you.
4: music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did, like, an ambient project for my niece and nephew once. It was just, like, guitar only or whatever. Just a fun little thing I did.
0: Oh, what do you, what do you mean? Um, like, just to give to them the recording? Yeah, yeah. Like,
4: my my niece was about to be born, and I thought, I don't know, I just had this moment. I thought it'd be a real nice thing to have just, like, 20 minutes, just guitar. It's called Language of Sleep. And uh, it's if you fall asleep during it, that's the whole point.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Mm. And, uh, and has that worked?
1: It, work it makes you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's that? like
0: lullabies, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I set myself up for that
3: one. <laughs> This is why you two needed to sit together because of the back and forth is so good. Always. <laughs> it's like a vaudeville group. Oh.
0: Uh, yeah, so, so the Future Toys as an, as an EP, uh, not the song, um, can you talk to me a little bit about if there was, like, a vision behind it as a whole thing, or is it more of, like, a collection of songs, or?
2: Yeah, it's just a collection of songs, yeah, it's not like I wrote, I guess, you know, varying tempos and stuff, you don't want to write songs that are all, like, the same feel or whatever, so I'm always trying to bounce around with that, but. And yeah, names, you use like three fucking different tunings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> different tunings. So I, I do have that in the back of my head. I try and keep it balanced because I'm thinking about playing live, you right. know. I don't want to just have one song and one tuning where we bring out one guitar just for one song because that's yeah. lame. Really, I think really that's what lame. turned me off.
0: I, I only ever play an E and I think that might be wise because yeah, I'm worried about the last
2: that's show. That's smart. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I find that... Having three different tunings is a really good, like, creative launching point. When I get burnt out on playing an E, I can be like, all right, drop D. Obviously, when I get out, burn out on playing on both of them, we use this, like, weird C tuning where, like, the the lowest string is dropped to C, and then it's G, and then the rest of the guitar is standard.
0: Oh, okay. Even yeah,
2: the that D one I don't know. Standard? Yeah, yeah Whoa, even the D is standard, yeah. Oh. So, and I, the whole reason I did that is I wanted it to be lower, but I wanted it to be. <clears throat> Like, easy, easy to tune to if we had to. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be like you had to, like, retune the whole guitar yeah. or
0: whatever. So. If I can kind of guitar nerd a little bit, like, so with that C, what was it, CG one? Like, mm-hmm. how, how, how do you, would Th- you do a chord? Think like,
1: as a uh, drop D So yeah. a whole step down on the bottom two strings. Mm-hmm. So okay. So, like, drop C. Like, if you had a guitar tuned a whole step down all the way through. So, would you still, like, play it?
0: with one finger to, like, drop D kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, oh, yeah okay. You just
1: got to kind of mute the, yeah, you gotta make the, the D
2: string. string. Cause it would be like if you're playing in drop D, and then every chord would be like a sus chord. Yeah, a sus chord, exactly. So you just kind of mute that one, but it opens up like a lot of different shapes. Like oh, yeah. on some of the high, like you can play like you know like an open C, like you would like a you know standard open C with it, and it sounds really big and beefy. You know, you can I don't know. There's a lot of like sus chords and stuff that you can throw in there.
0: That's cool.
2: Yeah,
1: it's it's neat. You can definitely tell by the way the song was created that that tuning isn't inspired the the riff in itself sure. yeah order. and
2: it also creates a power chord between the the g and the d which yeah. is cool yeah so you have like power chords stacked you know yeah you, you have that rock. right there yeah it's cool
0: i'm wondering if that's what i'm hearing i was thinking it might be like your amp settings or something but there is like a beefiness to the guitar on the album um
3: so, so shout out to Justin Day, who oh, we yeah. record with for that as well. He captures it like he's done everything. So ever. awesome! Mm-hmm. Yeah, you,
0: you guys are yeah. both with him, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. We did both records with Justin Day. Uh, yeah, new Noise noticed. recording. Yeah, yep. um, he's, he's one of he's great. one of my best friends. I play with, uh, oh, awesome. with him in another band called Disarmor
1: as well. Yeah, he uh, he did Honey Tooms record. He did Honey Tooms record, and I've been recording with Justin Day since I was fifteen years old. Oh, really? Just wow. it just a coincidence that in high school I was in abandoned band we found this dude on MySpace He <laughs> was wow. Justin Day in his little... <laughs> remember those emo hats that everybody wore? They look like conductor hats? Nope. You I'm talking about? They're like, they're like really foxy emo hat. Anyway. This, oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I always think of them as like the Fidel Castro hat. Exactly. Uh, I know what you're Hattles. talking
1: about. Short yeah. Yeah. I got you. I couldn't wear because I have a giant head. So <laughs> we found a, we found Justin Day on MySpace, recorded my high school band. You know, <laughs> we recorded in, in in the basement of his... I remember
2: that that's oh, no. <laughs> different. <Lombard laughs> I remember when he was doing it in his mom.
1: In yeah, his he office.
3: started at the uh, yeah in the, his basement or whatever, laundry room or something. Dude, we, drums we in the laundry were, room. I remember
1: recording vocals because I was a screamer in the band. I recorded vocals standing on his laundry. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> they was <had laughs> everywhere in the laundry room. Yeah, it was it was, it was pretty awesome. And I'm then, sure that
0: added to the emotion a lot, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: and then you know, fast forward, freaking 15 years later. Well, I guess. A couple years later, I started working with him at Guitar Center, just by coincidence. And then later on, you know, just so happened that Ben was hanging out with Justin. And,
3: you know. Also, uh, I met Justin through Guitar Center. because yeah. He worked at the Towson that's right, as yeah. well. So that's how we got to know each Small other. Small world. And I was yeah. like, oh, you record? That's cool. My band needs to record. And his drums sounded the best of any any other
1: studio yep. that's
0: in what's Baltimore, great about in my Justin.
1: opinion. He's always you know. getting better. So his, totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, drums are hard to do. So if you find somebody that can do good drums, yeah.
1: you and stuff
5: like that. His
4: vibe recording is, I like it a lot. Yeah. It's just so relaxed. He doesn't make you feel like a piece of garbage if you're just, you can't get something. Very patient.
3: I like, I'm, I'm eager to work with him again. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, a lot of that beefiness, I think, that you're hearing is... is just because of the way he, he does, does his thing. Well, now, I don't know, do, do we sound that beefy live? You tell, you tell us. Oh, you yeah, us live? I would say so. I would yeah. say so. so yeah, that was a good
0: live show. That was that's awesome. Yeah, no, I think he captured the live thing. Did you guys record it that way? Record live? Nope.
3: No. No, we broke it up. Okay. Yep. We're thinking about recording live on our next record, though. Oh, okay. I'll we be
0: interesting that. to see how that goes. Yeah. Like how that's different or not different. Like,
3: yeah. You know. We're interested as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> report back
3: yeah
0: um the other thing i want to ask is you guys uh are obviously very influenced by like a 90s sound um yeah. and so when you're looking back to those tones those like structures how do you find ways to keep it fresh and and exciting for yourselves
2: mm, that's a good question i i don't know i, I just uh i guess i i, I kind of just through filtering it filtering it through, you know, ears that have heard a bunch of newer stuff, I think it's kind of naturally, I hope at least it kind of naturally becomes at least somewhat updated and not like, you know, just biting that style. Because um, that's not like all that we listen to or all that I listen to. Sure. That's obviously a big, you know, bands like Quicksand and Deftones and Nirvana and all that stuff is obviously very influential to what we do but i think there's some other stuff that kind of gets snuck in there that that maybe if i didn't say it you wouldn't necessarily hear it but it definitely adds some freshness to it it's just do you want
0: to tip your hand like what, what kind of things uh, i don't, don't know do i this? like
2: um I, I like like elliot smith is i'm a big fan mm-hmm. of elliot smith um and he's, I mean, he was in Heat Miser, that's like with more rock and punk rock stuff, but I'm a big fan of his solo stuff, and I think just his way of building the vocal melody into the guitar, he's like amazing at that. So that's just from listening to him and learning his stuff, that's something I kind of picked up on, and I do it in a way more simple fashion than he does, but that's a big, a lot of our songs have the, the vocals are already built into what the guitar is doing.
4: I think, I think in no matter what genre you're in, uh, I'm always a fan of hooks and if you have a good hook, it doesn't matter what genre it's in, it's going to be a good hook. Yeah. And that's the, to me, that's the key to like a song that has longevity, something that people can grab onto. Um.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you say that, because I'm always like, so many songs don't have hooks these days, and it drives yeah. me nuts.
3: <laughs> Mike Sills, the hook master. You hear this new jam. He just wrote, oh my god, it's <laughs> so hooky. Yeah, if any it's you guys so look, like I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hook master. <laughs> uh,
0: um, and so, uh, what was I going to say? Um, so, the... Talked about, like, tones and shit. Was there anything else that you all wanted to add as, as the rest of the band about... Um, you know, updating the the style, updating the genre for yourselves, keeping it fresh.
1: I don't know if we want to update. I mean, like, it's just like like, the, like you heard modern rock. I mean, we could <laughs> we could
3: <laughs> <wanna>. fair <laughs> fair. You know, we could try to sound like Nirvana or Soundgarden or Failure as much as we want to, like try. With well, not that we do that, we don't try to sound like that. But even if we did, we like we wouldn't sound like those bands because yeah. it's us playing it, yeah. not not those guys, you know. So, it's got to be fresh just because it's coming from us
1: mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, I think that you you write so much, you write so many fucking songs that there's no real necessity. You don't really have to update anything because just that's what keeps your music so fresh. I think because you don't sit on one riff for yeah. two months. Mm-hmm. You'll play one riff and you'll have a full song the next day. Okay, it might be a keeper, might not, but then you move on. Mm-hmm. You, you you pump out volume and it keeps it fresh. It keeps yeah, that, that you know.
2: Yeah, and I, th- I mean, I think there are there are bands out there that maybe their whole sound is based off of one or a couple bands. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm always kind of like listening to something different or like grabbing something from somewhere, you know. I don't know. It's definitely not like this band is like, oh, we're going to let's be like Failure 2T mm-hmm. and let's like do that thing. It's like, you know, let's maybe take some of their you know dissonant leads and throw them over top of a more like punk rock riff or you know like just like picking and choosing from all these different things and kind of throwing it together and seeing what comes out as opposed to like just being like we're a sound garden band yeah you know what i mean <laughs>
0: And I mean, you know, Soundgarden are, like, already existed and like, right. did very well. Yeah. You don't need
3: to do that. Soundgarden. There's a reason why people <laughs> love Soundgarden. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. to you're
4: not gonna get. You're not gonna beat
3: them. Yeah, we don't <laughs> try to do any like conscious thing like that. I don't think. I don't think you like when you're writing your parts Michael are you like oh this verse has to sound Nirvana no, <laughs> I think, I no sometimes I,
2: think, I sing and I'm like that kind of sounds like Yeah, I
1: think it, people, <laughs> that, that, yeah, uh, people that have a, of, a, a lack of ideas that have to do that like okay I can't think of anything so what if I try to sound like this you have so many fucking ideas that you only have to do that you don't have to like I guess I don't well, know Well, maybe I should write a song that sounds like Jimmy World today no no <laughs> Just this is the riff that came boring out of you and it's very different than the riff you write the next day you know so I think that's where it doesn't sound like you're really leaning on anybody. You've written so much yeah. music that you've created your own little mic thing. I would create the that. mic thing. Was, yeah. You know, that, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you know the the rest of the guys are saying that you're like super prolific. About how many how prolific. quickly yeah. do you come up with a song? Um.
1: Well, how long is a song usually? How long uh, is it? Like, the song is about no, like, three minutes or something. Yeah. Like, probably probably five minutes. No, that's not true. At all. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. It, it, I would say
2: on average a song, because like, like we were saying before, it's like I kind of like, I think of it as a, comp- I'm not just like with an acoustic guitar coming up with just like the bare bones. The way that I like to write is like everything, like figuring out how everything's going to work together. So I would say on average it takes like, I'll spend, like, a day, maybe two, getting the music down, and then an evening on some vocals. So. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow, and I mean, that's... I, I give it
2: some time. It's you still know? Like ten minutes. Some time? Yeah, <laughs> <minutes laughs> no, no, <laughs> this
0: is some time? I hate ten, you, man. Ten hours. That's ridiculous. You know? <laughs> ten
1: hours! But that, 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 for me, is Jeez. why your tunes are so good. Because, you know, we all know art is never finished. It's only abandoned. Mm-hmm. You just it's it, true. let it You let it be. You have that power to let it let it be done. And so many people write the beginning of a song and never actually becomes finished. So you have the wonderful habit and the discipline to finish a song. How many songs are in the, the Dropbox that we haven't even touched? There's Dozens. A, there's a bunch. Right? Maybe, maybe. Because you, mm. you finished them. And if you only stuck on one song and never finished it, there'd only be one unfinished song. I think that's, that's part of... Uh, your trick, but you don't even probably didn't even know that you do that. You finish songs. Most yeah. people don't finish songs. <laughs> well, I,
2: I think a, a good thing that I've learned is, um, like, don't don't force it. So I I don't like I'm not one to like be like I got to write a song a week. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I'll write one or two and then I'll stop on purpose. I could maybe try and go go a little bit further, but I don't. And I'll wait, like, a a month, three weeks or something until I feel, like, the need to do it or else I'm going to, like, go crazy or something. Like, I have to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I sit down. And then it comes out way easier. It's like I'm not forcing it. It kind of... You got to wait for the well to, like, refill itself. That's what Bukowski
1: said about writing. Nobody should write unless it, like, comes pouring out of you.
2: Uh Yeah. That's what you do. That's that's good advice. Thanks, Bukowski. (laughs) He's dead. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Don't take life advice from him. Yeah, no, no.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, he had a rough one.
2: <laughs> Have you seen that documentary? Oh, no, not yet. Oh, my God I've read goodness. a lot of his books. It's a great documentary. Yeah, that's depressing. It. <laughs> it is, but he's, he, it's awesome listening to that dude talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like maybe uh, maybe another way to put it is you kind of, like, let the idea marinate until it's, like, totally ready. And, and yeah.
2: Sure, yeah.
0: Um, and so the the EP you put out, was it last year, Ruiner? yeah that um
3: yeah last year yeah
0: that uh i don't know if it was just because i was listening the first song or what but that seemed like it was that uh is it fair to say that was like a little more punk punk rock like
2: yeah I, I, yeah probably at its core i think that's because it was the first thing i was taking care of all the guitarists so rick rick didn't play on that one we didn't have him yet um and i was just trying to basically make it as simple as possible so it was like it just so it was easier yeah. you know for i don't know it hadn't the band hadn't really i didn't know exactly how i wanted it to sound we recorded you know that I mean? first
3: ep but like before we even played a show right yeah we oh, did a, yeah, yeah yeah we, we had did. even played a show before we recorded those five songs so it was just a,
2: a group of songs that i
3: didn't know that that were you know
2: written thinking like we might have to play this as three people that's a possibility yeah. you know yeah so
0: yeah because i was wondering if there was like a conscious shift that you had between those two or if it was more just like oh you had a different lineup you had, you, you know you were playing with different people you were at a different time well having
2: having rick on the second one and john too was, was a big difference yeah for yeah. sure because um, they both added their their own spin on it the guitars are definitely a lot beefier on the second one mm-hmm. and that's due to that's, that's due to sure. Rick yeah um so yeah I don't know that it was a conscious effort um I think it's just a you know you're just kind of seeing the, the the thing evolve you know I think this the la- I think Ruiner the last track on Ruiner is like a little clue
1: kind of <laughs> yeah, like where
2: we're going yeah. it really toys a little bit I think yeah. that was the last song I wrote really in that grouping of songs, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's, yeah.
0: Um, and so, moving forward, where do you think things might be going? Um, Like, I, I think you said there's two new songs in the works that might be coming out.
3: Yeah, we just recorded two new ones that we've been playing out live. Uh, we, we recorded those with Justin Day as well, and they sound awesome. Uh, so the plan, hopefully is to sweet talk or uh, trick a label into giving <laughs> us some money and put it out on a little seven inch or uh, maybe hook up with another band and do a split that would be awesome as yeah. well yeah so yeah we're, we just're just, just finished the mixes on that so we haven't even got it mastered so that's' that'll, that'll be out at some point next year uh, We're trying to have like a release a year I think would be a good good pace. Oh, for sure. us. So, uh, yeah, it'll definitely be out at some point next year. Uh, we're just broke, so we can't put
0: it out right now. <laughs> it's so expensive. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, vinyl's ridiculously yeah.
3: expensive.
0: So, labels, get on that. <laughs> yeah. All those labels that are... Said every band
5: <laughs> ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, but, and then, um, musically, is there, like, a new... I don't want to put it like frontier or new direction that you're trying to push in, or is it just like, you know you know, seeing what comes and
4: uh well, like we got this new the new batch the we have like these we started working on three of them, but there's like a batch of like five or six that I think we're it's kind six of, now, yeah. That we're d- gonna dive into, but they all seem to be like more concise. Hmm. Three and a half minutes, three minutes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just like hit,
3: get out. And a little a little darker I would yeah. say too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Almost like a little bit I don't want to say, like, reserved, but, like, darker, I think, is is the way to put it. I don't know. What do you think, Michael?
2: Yeah, I think so. I, uh, I don't know exactly what that is or why that's happening. I, that's just kind of how they're coming <laughs> out, you know? They we're
3: just trying to be a little bit more specific with, like, yeah. how the overall band sounds, I That's think, true, Something yes. we're going to be a little bit more conscious of. Okay. Rather than just everyone plugging in their amps and all their pedals and seeing individually what we like yeah i
2: I think we definitely would like the next thing that we put out after these these you know the single or whatever this next batch of songs to have a a very cohesive sound and maybe not just sound like a collection of songs you know what i mean
5: yeah Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: gotcha and so then in terms of like performing do you guys mostly play in baltimore or have you toured
3: uh we haven't done extensive touring we've played Baltimore probably more than any other town. We love playing out in Frederick, and mm-hmm. Frederick loves us. Uh, oh, that's awesome. because okay. they keep asking us back, and we keep going back. So yeah. we were Frederick talking about Guidos
0: before the recording. So you, you oh played yeah,
3: there? yeah, Guidos. We got a Guido show coming up. I don't know if this podcast will be out by then, but October twelfth. Uh,
0: uh we'll be maybe so. <laughs>
3: Hopefully, uh, yeah. So. Two Fridays, probably. if
4: not. Mm-hmm. You missed
5: it. We'll see you yeah. again. <laughs> it was great. We'll, we'll, we'll be back.
3: We'll be back very soon in the winter wintertime. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the plan is to play Baltimore way less and out of town way more. Okay. Baltimore kind of sucks for us right now. It's hard no, to get so it's, For us, yeah. For, it's just hard to get people out, man. Like oh, people yeah. Don't, people in Baltimore don't care about what we're doing, I think. I think there's more... Bands than fans in Mm. Baltimore right now, Mm. at least for the rock thing, like what we're doing. Competition. You know, uh, I don't know. Could be wrong, and maybe we just suck. (laughs) 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 I hope that's not the case.
5: Well, I will
0: say that, like most, I don't know. I feel like when uh, my band plays shows, most of it is either other musicians that are playing that night, or like. I mean, everyone's in a band. The people who come to out to yeah. the rock shows are the musicians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. It's so it's, it's tricky. That's what I mean by there's, there's not enough fans for the band. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah we're going to hit the road a lot more, do some weekend warrior shit, go out to Akron. And uh, we know some people down in Kentucky or Tennessee. I'm Tennessee, sorry. Tennessee, yeah. Uh, Philly as well is on the list.
0: Philly's a good one and that's not even far. So. Not far at
3: all, yeah, yeah. Um is Wilmington, Delaware, we know some people up there as well. So we'll be we'll be getting out of town a lot more. And then we'll nice. be cool in those other towns, and then people in Baltimore <laughs> will be like, Oh, who's this cool band from Baltimore that I don't know about? So cool. I'm fucking with y'all. <laughs>
0: Uh, but, well, uh, it is. You know, maybe that's part of it. You know, just being the hometown band. Maybe people look over it sometimes. I don't know. That's just me yeah, talking anyways. up
3: my ass. Also, we're all getting older, and it's hard to get friends out to shows yeah. sure like it was when sure we were, you were like twenty, twenty-one. Mm-hmm. You know, all your friends come out on a Saturday. And we're all in our thirties now. Hopefully.
1: Yeah, almost, am. almost in his thirties. <laughs> two days I will be, but not Oh, happy mm-hmm. early birthday! Thank Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Welcome to uh, being old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I am married, have a kid, so I'm like. Own, already there. You know, Rick's the old. most adult of all. Of us. <laughs> yeah, <that'd be laughs> By all intents and purposes, I am very much so old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Rick, you pretty recently had a kid, right? Yeah,
1: she's five months old. Oh, that's yeah.
0: sweet. Mm. Has that um, I mean, apart from the time obviously that you need to dedicate to her, has that changed your music at all?
1: My music, like I guess, is my playing,
0: yeah. Well, the, the way you approach it, the oh, not really. Thing. I
1: mean, um, I don't write as much as I used to because I teach so much, so mm-hmm. I'm always in teacher mode. I'm always in teacher mode, so but no, it hasn't really colored it too much. I've recorded a bunch of lullabies for oh, that's hey, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of that, you know, but I always <laughs> kind of fart now with that kind of music anyway, but no, not really,
0: <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, okay, well, I guess, um, let's see, is there, uh, I guess I'll kind of wrap things up, I always end with the same kind of question, but um, is there anything we need to cover, or anything I forgot to ask you guys that you want to make sure we touch on? Mm. Oh,
3: not that I can think of. Yeah. Okay.
0: You guys. It's
3: been pretty well-rounded. I don't know. talking uh. about the shows, we talked about the upcoming any sh- not any shows until... Well, yeah, we have a show October 12th that everyone listening right now is going to (laughs) miss. Unfortunately, I think so, because I was just thinking, like, I don't think this
0: is (laughs) going to be up for like a month. So, but everyone should go to your uh, Facebook and stuff to check out. Facebook,
3: Bandcamp, you can buy the physical CDs if you're into that um, on our Bandcamp, download it, all that. Uh, We're on Spotify. And Apple Music and all that streaming all stuff. The, as all, well. the all, all the YouTube, all yeah, the Netflix. Netflix. Amazon's .NETs. Where you would typically listen to music, we will be there. Absolutely.
0: Sweet. Okay. Well, uh, to wrap this up, then I always ask everybody like what advice they would have for. Uh, I usually phrase it as either like a younger band or someone just starting, and I feel like you'll have a great answer for this. <laughs> Rick, as a teacher, but um, let's start with you, Mike. What what uh, what's like one nugget of wisdom you you'd leave a me- an aspiring musician?
2: oh man um I guess as from a songwriting standpoint something that I wish I would have gotten earlier was a a a way to record myself so um maybe next Christmas if you're a a new musician um as opposed to that sweet guitar pedal or whatever uh in lieu of that ask for some some kind of software something to get down your ideas you know that's that's the biggest thing. And and if you have an idea, record it. Because <laughs> no matter how much you think it's memorable and you'll, you'll remember it, you will forget that. So, yeah, figure out a way <laughs> good on your advice, phone, actually. whatever. Yeah. You know, any way you can, If even if it's just humming it, if it's a guitar idea that you have, just humming it, just get it down so it's in the bank, you know. So, yeah. Nice.
5: nice.
3: Um, let's see. I guess, like, musically and, like, creatively, just be yourself don't fucking do anything that that like you think you should do don't try to play like anyone else or anything don't don't try to write songs that have been written this and that just do what you do and if you practice enough then shit will happen for you that's that's how i've seen it you know passion and doing what you do do your thing don't give a fuck about what anyone is telling you to try to be or try to sound like or any of that shit. Just do you.
1: Well, I would say um, play all the time. I always tell my students that it's better to play five minutes a day every day than two hours a week once a week. Mm
5: -hmm. And if
1: you do that math, that's a lot fewer minutes I'm telling you to play. So that's one advice that I think... That's the most important thing is play. Play your butt off because music is easy to understand and really hard to do.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: don't don't mistake understanding a riff for being able to play it like the guy who wrote it because we can all understand um, <laughs> how to play. What's the, what's the, what's the, I'm a fucking guitar teacher. Sonic. <laughs> what's the one that everybody knows? Smoke, uh, in the water. smoke in the water. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't teach that riff. <laughs> the I don't teach one riff. that everybody <laughs> knows. You know, yeah. Everybody knows it, but that guy, Deep Purple could play it better. You know. yeah. um, the other thing I would say is I mentioned earlier, finish your ideas. Even if it's shitty, finish your song. Because you'll write 20 shitty songs, and then your next five might be pretty good. But if you never finish that first shitty song, you'll never get close to writing a decent one. Um, and if you feel like diving into it theory is important
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I wish I had a better handle on but anyway so um, uh,
1: I always tell my students I, I teach
4: like regular, oh
0: you teach too. okay yeah. cool
4: uh, I always tell my students uh, to not be afraid to fail when you're starting a new when you're trying to learn something uh, for me when I'm trying to learn something I make mistakes all over the place and then you make fewer mistakes of fewer mistakes so you finally get it and there's no sense in knocking yourself down um, for doing that and then just don't be don't be afraid to fail a little bit because it's only going to make you a better musician so just keep going
0: just keep going that's perfect that's perfect uh going
5: yeah
0: (laughs) heavy wire thanks this was so great uh everybody check out your shows and and so take care guys Thanks.
5: thanks thanks